escape off potential. And I was like, hold on, please say that again. She was like, don't date off potential. Because when you date off potential, if the person doesn't go to where you think they're going to be at, and you keep acting the same way that you found them at, you're going to get mad later down the road because they, they didn't want to change themselves. And I was like, dang, boy. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And this is episode nine, and today we are talking about relationships. Yes, sir. So one, this ain't a research topic. This is an open, transparent conversation between not only me and Marlon, but we have a live audience today with my family, Ron in here behind the camera and everything. Yes, sir. So there will be some random questions that's thrown in outside of these two mics right here, so don't be alarmed when you hear something. But yeah, we're going to be going off our own personal perspectives and what we feel like relationships need to consist of or from what we already personally experienced. So I hope you're ready to tap in. Go ahead and get your popcorn. You may need this. You never know. Facts. But this is from a fellow's perspective. So fellas, lock in. Open your ears. Let's go. No chaser again. <laughs> we locked in. Let's do it. So first question, do you feel like a person should look for a relationship if they don't know their purpose no i don't i don't think somebody should look for a relationship if they don't know their purpose because you will not know who's compatible to you mm. until you know your purpose so it's like Valid. until i know what god called me to do in this earth how would i know who even fits the criteria to help me walk into what he's called me to be i like that that was yeah. that was good i seen a video the other day my fat um my boy bryce my friend bryce he had sent a video to my instagram and a dude he was basically saying how uh, well, you, see, you know how in the Bible it says a man without a vision will perish. Mm-hmm. And it was saying how a woman is there to nurture the vision that the man has. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, dang, that's like, that was good. Because majority of the time, the woman is usually the missing piece. Like, so all millionaires I watch usually always credit their success to their wife. Mm-hmm. But it comes from their woman nurturing the vision that the man already had. Yeah, And I feel like with us... We, not, we won't be able to find the right woman, like you just said, until we know what our purpose is, the vision that God laid out for us, and how to actually get there. Yeah. <laughs> nah. So, like, do you think... <laughs> yeah. Like, do you think... Um, so, do you think you have to have all your stuff together before you get in a relationship? As far as, like, okay, I know my purpose. I know mm-hmm. my purpose. I know what I'm called to do in life. But, of course, I don't have everything where I want it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I may not have the job I want right now. I may not be making the money I want right now. What would you say to that person? I feel like you don't have to have all your stuff together. Well, like before your relationship, because I feel like sometimes it's meant for your significant other to fill in that void mm-hmm. to help, like push you on the right path where you need to be at. Yeah. If you're not already there, but I do feel like you need to have some type of goal or some type of vision or some type of plan in place to actually go after instead of just being stagnant and not knowing what you want to do in your life. Yeah. So I feel like you have to go to God and really seek and find like where he wants you to be at and figure out, all right, back. God wants me to be here. I mean, I don't know how to get there yet, mm-hmm. but I do know this is where I need to be at. Yeah. And I feel like that's where you can go and stem off from and ask whoever your significant other is, friendship where friendship or relationship wise, yeah. like to help you push you in that direction. Yeah. And that really be like how you supposed to find your friends anyway, like people that's actually helping you push towards purpose versus mm-hmm. pulling you away from it. And that's why I think a lot of friendships and relationships don't work out ultimately because mm-hmm. people just don't know their purpose. And Facts. that'd be like a lot of the roots of the problems, you know, people get friends and they're like, oh, all oh, these people start acting this way or oh, I left and they start acting this way. But it's like, 
it was a waste of time only because you didn't know your purpose. Because when you know your purpose, you know who to be around, you know who not to be around, you know who's for you, who's not for you. It's like you can tell all of that. You can do literally do the process of elimination. So, you know, I think why it's like relationships don't really be working. Why? It's because most people don't know how to sacrifice or compromise. So sacrifice, compromise. Yeah. That's so funny. think about it like this. God's biggest sign of love for us was sacrificing his son. Yeah. For giving his only begotten son. Talk to me. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Gave, gave Jesus to save our sins. Mm-hmm. Right? If God did that for us, and his, that's his sign of love, uh, that, that's his ultimate sacrifice and everything for us. In relationships, we need to learn how to sacrifice and compromise to build a relationship in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Like, if I know that, I'm trying to figure out how to way to give that example and everything. I get what you're saying because I feel like, and everything you're saying is true because I feel like love or relationship is it really is sacrifice mm-hmm. because it's like, yes, by myself I could be doing this, but it's yeah. like I'm gonna set myself aside. I'm gonna sacrifice this, compromise this to be with this other person because mm-hmm. I will get way much farther with this person than by myself. So like, it is some ways I got to sacrifice. I'm not a little boy no more, so I got to sacrifice. I'm not going out all, I can't keep going this place no more. I can't keep hanging mm-hmm. around them no more. I believe a relationship is sacrifice. Nah, facts. And remember the description, of, I think it's in Ecclesiastes, mm-hmm. but it was basically talking about how two is better than one. Mm-hmm. And it was saying, if you can get a third person, friendship-wise, yeah. like a triple-braided a triple braided core is not so easily broken. Mm-hmm. Because when you were like in the fight, it was basically saying how if you only by yourself and you're going against two other people from two different angles. Yeah. It's going to be hard for you to focus on two different people. Yeah. But if it's two of you, you can cover your front end and your significant other can cover the, the behind you. Yeah. So wherever the devil tries to throw you from the back, they can catch that part and you can focus on what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with friendships, relationships, whatever it is. Like your friends and everybody should be able to take on whatever's coming in their direction mm-hmm. to where all y'all don't have to worry about something sneaking up from behind you, yeah. catching you, like blindsided you or anything. I think that's the biggest part about having a significant other also. Like, mm-hmm. knowing somebody has your back, like, knowing somebody is covering you, your back mm-hmm. in. Like, I think, especially from a man's perspective, since we're talking about uh, men and we are men, so um, it's nothing like having a female that is covering you in that uh, way or form because I think women are naturally, like, they, they see what we can't see sometimes. Not like, for sure. They may be looking like, uh, like Dad always says, women think long-term. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, women think, they think detailed. Yeah. Men think long-term, but the women is like, you need the details to even get to the yeah, long-term. So we, our minds is like, okay, we may be in a relationship, we're like, oh, I'm trying to be here. Mm-hmm. But then the girl's like, okay, we're going to do this to, steps. Get, to get here. I'm going to get you organized. I'm going to do all this. Like, And she may see the sneak attacks that you may not see mm-hmm. along the way because you just thinking about getting there and she's looking like at the present very time so mm-hmm. i feel like it is good to have those relationships bro it's crazy because i took the um eric thomas disc assessment right mm-hmm. and this the disc assessment means discipline interaction structure and caution mm-hmm. and when i took the test basically like a superpower test so the superpower test said i was an i yeah so i was the i in disc which means interactive so my superpower is more so interacting with people making people comfortable and I'm one of those that always provides the big, the bigger vision mm-hmm. to er- for everybody to see. Yeah. So you know, like me, anytime we around, when it comes to motivating, inspiring, whatever, I'm always the one that be like, all right, bet. I can paint a picture of anything and be like, all right, everybody liking, let's do, let's get to this vision right here. Mm-hmm. We all gonna get to this. We all gonna be billionaires. This is that. Have everybody lit. Yeah. But I'm not the man to give you the step by step structure mm-hmm. of how to get there to that point. Yeah. And I give you some like some certain steps and everything to get there, but it's the small steps that I usually miss because I'm more of a bigger vision person. Mm-hmm. And while I was looking at it, I was like, dang, I know 
for whenever I meet my wife and everything, my wife is going to have to be the person that's going to provide that structure and bring that stability yeah. and balance to my life to show me, all right, babe, yeah, that's the vision, like you just said, but we need to take these steps to get there. And I think that's good because I feel like I would want, I would want my significant other to be strong in my weaknesses. Facts. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, it's technically no point to be in a relationship if you're not sharpening me, if Facts. you're not making me better in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I, if I um together with a girl, we start dating, and I don't see my ways starting to change and becoming more positive over time, mm-hmm. it's like, what is it, what is actually the purpose? Because I feel like once you meet that girl that you believe God has sent to your life, y'all both are walking in purpose together, it's like, you should be seeing a, a more positive change and a more positive outcome coming out of that. Not for sure. And it's hard to even know what woman or friend is coming to your life if you don't know much about yourself. That's true. So when I took the test, it made me realize like what I'm lacking in my life. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize what kind of relationships and friendships I need in my life to come in the season I'm in right now. So like now when I have like rent to new people or have um these different like dates or whatever with different women and everything, it shows me, all right, bet you like this. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna go that's not gonna lie with where I'm at right now yeah. or where guys like have me go towards because I know if I'm the person that needs help making like the harder decisions or anything. Or if I know I'm, I'm a person that needs more structure and balance in my life, I don't really need to be with nobody that's the same exact person as me. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not gonna add up. But a lot of people that get in relationships, they don't even know themselves. So mm-hmm. that's what makes it harder. That's another another reason why I feel like relationships don't work because yeah. they don't know who they are themselves. But that comes from like the self love aspect, like actually having self love and showing yourself mm-hmm. love to the point where you be like, all right, bet. I know I like this. I know I need to work on this. I know I need to grow in this aspect. I know I'm not ready for this because I'm still dealing with this past trauma right here. I'm not ready to go in a relationship because I'm still dealing with this. And that makes me think about the scripture. You're a lot to run after this. All right. That made me think about the scripture that says, uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But if you don't even love yourself, how can you love your neighbor? So if I, if, you, if I don't even know how to love myself, why I try to get into a relationship and I can't even express the same love to my significant other? Because, mm-hmm. like, now it's like basically you're wasting another person's time who may love you, but yeah. you're not ready to love yet. You may be healing from something past mm-hmm. or something uh, from trauma, like you said. But it's like if you don't love yourself first, you cannot translate that love over to anybody else. And even if you do love yourself, it's still not going to work if that person that you're trying to pursue doesn't love themselves. Mm-hmm. Because it can, it's going to be, it's still going to be one sided. It's, it's, it's still going to be unbalanced yeah. regardless. So it's like the best way to even get into a relationship is making sure that, like, Eric Thomas said that he was like, work on you. And then someday the person that's working on them, y'all gonna like y'all gonna meet up at some point. That's right. And both of y'all gonna be ready for each other because y'all both working working on yourselves. I got a question to everybody in the room. Then you just made me think. It's a good one. It's not no. It ain't nothing. Yeah, lovely, but do you believe or do y'all believe in soulmates? Soulmate meaning God designed one specific person in this world. He designed one specific person in this world for you. Because I don't believe in a soulmate. I believe there's like. Yeah. There's not the one, but there is the right one. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 there you I go. I think there is a right one, and then this one is like, God is like, okay, this can be acceptable. Like, yeah. if you get what I'm saying, like, because this is my whole thought process on it. If there was one person that God already mapped out for us to marry, mm-hmm. and we have free will. At the end of yeah. it, we have free will. So let's just say we do not marry that person. Mm-hmm. That throws off the whole world because yeah, seven, work. 7 billion people in the world. That means every person has one person that they're meant to be with. So if I take your person and yeah. you take my person, 
the whole the whole dimension. Everything messed up. Yeah, everything <laughs> messed up. So I don't believe that we have one soulmate. Yeah. I do believe like uh like you I don't know who one of y'all said it, like God was sitting there as y'all work together. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like my same I have the same perspective on that. Cause I feel like one in seven billion people in the world, God will always like for people that get in divorces, because again, nobody's meant to be perfect. So if you mess, say if you mess up in this relationship, down me, you're not gonna ever find love again. That's facts. Yeah. Like God will look, will probably send you someone else, like yes. later on yeah. down the line, that still matches the same vibe that you need, or will be even what you need in a more or a different aspect mm-hmm. for the season that you win. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like you always have someone that can match where you want to be at or match yeah. what you need in your life, but just more so on. Like you just make sure you focusing on you and to build up to the point where you actually can love them the right way whenever they come. And I think that's a big thing because you do want to be prepared because mm-hmm. of course we don't have wives yet, but it's like, how will you know you won't unless you are focused on God? Facts. Facts. That'd be scaring me. I facts. <laughs> that'd be scaring me because you know, sometimes as a young male, you could just be out here like doing so much, working, doing all these different things, and it's like, how would you know? How, how do you? You think, wouldn't know. Yeah. How would you know unless you like fully your eyes on God? I'm doing my own thing. I got my stuff together. Then God just sends that person, and it's like hot take. Okay. Do you think social media has killed the trend of faithful relationships? You think so, bro? Yeah. Has killed the trend. Cause like back in the day, like no. Not not trend like you get what I'm saying like has basically killed the mindset of like it's not really more of like out in the front of being loyal anymore like the trend now is more so cheap. I, I, yes, and I was gonna mm-hmm. say I think I blame to me personally I blame music more than social media. Ooh, I like that. I, I like that's that. me. I like that's, that's valid. That's valid. That's that's Think valid. About the songs we hear, mm-hmm. the toxic songs like. Talking about yeah. having sex with multiple girls, doing mm-hmm. this, doing that. And it's going going to your ears, going to your heart. Yep. And think about so I think I seen a post, it was talking about how old R and B music, like in our parents' time, was all about love. Yeah, it's all about love. Think about it. It was. Old R and B music back in the day was all about love, loving your lady. It was. And now our R and B music of our generation is like like it's yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> it is horrific. It's like, crazy. It's terrible. So social media too, because I feel like it is, I would say it is ruining it a little bit as far as trying to portray an image. So people will rush to like mm-hmm. pop out to say they're with this person and not be loyal at all at the end of the day. Like it look it looks good. We look like a power couple. We look the part. Mm-hmm. She looked good. She's a good looking lady. She's beautiful. I'm a handsome looking fella. Yeah. So we come together, post on social media. It look like we got it going on. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So Bro, yeah, I feel like social media is like it's a highlight reel. So yeah, like you just said, like yeah. people can look good and everything, but but in their home, nothing going right. But in that aspect, I feel like the problem with most people, as far as our relationship-wise, they always set a celebrity couple as their standard of what a relationship should look like. Mm-hmm. When I feel like relationship is not one size fits all. Like, I feel like relationships, like everybody's love language is going to be different in how they run their home. Like I be getting mad every time the argument on Instagram, where they be like, how should a man and a wife run their home and everything? Should be 50-50. Like, should be 50-50. Should a man be paying the bills? Should this be happening? But I feel like, do it works for you. Man. Yeah, it's that, that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't, it shouldn't just be one answer to that. Yeah. Whatever that relationship needs and how however it works for them, it should have, it's should how it be. Yeah. That's that's how it should be for them. Like mm-hmm. it shouldn't be no, oh yeah, everybody needs to be 50-50. Yeah. But what if you do that doesn't want your wife working or anything, and your wife doesn't want to work either? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do what yeah. works for y'all. Like 
in that aspect also that has ruined relationships. Not as far as cheating, but as far as people, this is the biggest thing. This is the biggest thing I would say. People that are not confident in their own in their own selves. They're mm-hmm. insecure. So they see stuff like that and try to do things to like feel like they gotta catch up. Yeah. They feel like I gotta be this way. I gotta do this. I gotta mm-hmm. do that. But they're not even confident in their own selves. So stuff like that is what influences those people. People like us, where we know, we know what we're doing, yeah. we know what we got going on. We see that stuff and we like, we don't think nothing of it. But then you yeah. go in the comments and you see it's a whole lot people of arguing like, arguing about yeah. 50 50. Oh no, nah, my man need to pay all my stuff. Social media is influencing all of that. So, so my man's a roommate if he if we paying 50 50. Like what? Listen, you sound crazy. What? Listen, listen. I'd be be in the comments laughing. I'm looking like, bro, like really, people down here arguing. And but no, I think the biggest thing in those posts, since we talking about the biggest thing is, half the people that be in them uh, conversations arguing are not married. That's fact. So, if this is just me, I would never do it because I would. I'm not moving in with a girl that I'm not married to. That's that's just me personally. I'm not either. Um, but if I do move in with a girl I'm not married to. Me personally, I'm going 50 50. Yeah. She's not my wife yet. Yeah. For sure. What am I about to spend 100? <laughs> like, yeah. Not, Why am I going 100%? I'm not married to this girl yet. For sure. Because then the argument comes on the aspect of can you figure out how the person lives before you like get married and everything? That's facts. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to knock it as far as like, if we get to that point where I feel like we on the verge about to get married and everything, yeah. and like the year before we get married, we yeah, need to get and everything. Just gave, see how. Yeah. To see how like the living experiences and everything. Yeah. All right, cool. We learn each other about to make sure I, I'm cool with how you living and everything. Cause if I come in here and move into this house and you nasty, and everything's off. Yeah. It says fifty percent of people are more like fifty percent of couples are more likely to get divorced once if they move in together before they get married. Bro, mm. I'm telling you, I'm. Are you serious? Are you serious? That's crazy. That is crazy. Since we own this. Talking about divorce and stuff like that. Well, not divorce, but what is your non-negotiable? I'm going to give you mine real quick. I go ahead and talk. This outrageous. This ain't nothing deep, nothing spiritual. If my wife cannot sit through Star Wars movies with me, <laughs> she is not my wife. If she can't sit through Star Wars or Marvel movies, she's not oh, my yeah, wife. Yeah. I don't care. Marvel for sure. <laughs> Marvel, Marvel for I sure. I'm Marvel head, so yeah. yeah. If, you, if you can't watch movies in general, because I'm, I'm a movie head in general, so it's yeah. like, if you can't sit there and watch the movies with me, if you can't go to no basketball game with me, no sport game, yeah, I'm trying to sit courtside these games and everything. If you can't even sit courtside with me or go to a game in general or have fun, whatever, like, come on, bro, come on, brother, like, what are we doing? Of course, God and stuff. That's yeah, yeah. that's like, automatic. Y'all already know, yeah. God, that's the automatic. You gotta be equally yoked. That's for sure. Yeah. E- definitely equally yoked. Yeah, but yeah, like for like the fun, the fun non-negotiables. Like, if you don't watch Marvel movies, you gotta be adventurous for me. If you don't like traveling, traveling, boy, what? Yeah, you cannot be comfortable in, like, nah, like, I'm ready to get gone. If you scared of planes, I can't be with you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he OD. I can't be with you. You better hold a hand. I'm living on a plane. I, I I travel almost every month. Nah, I feel you. So it's like, if you can't get on a plane with me, like, what yeah. we doing? You ain't meant for me. I'm sorry. I feel that. I feel that. You so, be stuck at the crib. How do you know if somebody is unequally yoked? I mean, or, I f- not, or not equally yoked. Same as you. I feel like you won't know if you're not on your word. You know. Yeah, if, if you're not on your word, I feel like you won't know because, well, one, you'll know you'll know how both of y'all are talking, too, on, on top of that. Mm-hmm. So, like, from my experience and everything, I knew somebody was equally yoked when we was at a prayer service, and they was praying better than me. <laughs> but, like, the aspect, not, not praying better than me in that aspect, but, like, 
the way they was talking, the way they was praying and talking to God and everything was at a way better articulation than how I was, which made me feel like they was at a higher level. You was attracted. What? <laughs> That's a turn on. I look, and then, and then while I'm while I'm praying, they start praying for me. Yep, I'm there like, it is. Who praying for me? There it is, right there. Hey, look, he felt that touch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on. Nah. I was like, hold on now, brother. But like that aspect, like you'll know by just like the maturity level of like where they are spiritually and everything. I got it for you. It's got it in my head. You would know if you're equally yoked by how they're submitted to God. Yes. The love for matter of fact, remember that video? Listen though, listen though, listen though. Go ahead, go ahead, tap in. You would know if they're equally yoked by the submission to God. Because mm-hmm. if she's not submitted to God, how should he see how, how can, can she, she submit, submit to you? you? Facts. And if a man, if I'm not submitted to God, why would my wife want to sit, submit to me? Yes, bro. Remember the video I sent you of the couple and the lady was saying how they had sex before marriage, right? Mm. And she was about to break up with him because she said, I love God more than I love you. So if we can't get this under the, under wraps and stop having sex or anything before marriage, we can't be together. Yeah. But it's basically saying like her reference for God is a way high level yeah. than her flesh. And, and he shouldn't have been fine with it. He should have been like And that, that's how you know. It's like either he'll be fine with it, he's going to be able to cool out on the flesh yeah. and everything and really respect her decision and everything, or it's going to be next person. You're not and going if he me. loved her that much, he would do that. Exactly. Like back to what we said is sacrifice. Yes, bro. Like your flesh, you need it. And basically, you need to sacrifice your flesh. Like yes. your flesh is to not. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be running a relationship, yeah. bro. That thing is crazy. What's up? Yes. 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 All I'm saying, and come short the glory of God. But, <laughs> but I feel, in that aspect, I feel like, like how we just said, it's room to grow. Cause one, you'll feel convicted. And if y'all both have the respect and love for God that y'all say y'all do, y'all both be down and be like, all right, bet we can't do this no more. Like yeah. we have to focus up on this and build the right foundation because sometimes relationships mess up because the foundation is built on the wrong thing. Yes. So if the foundation is built off sex, it's gonna be hard to break that down and rebuild on a godly standpoint mm-hmm. and everything. But it's it's possible. It's just both y'all have to be focused on the same goal. Both yeah. y'all have to be aligned on the same vision. And Jalil, my boy Jalil, mm-hmm. he had told me he was saying how most things crumble because everybody's not focused on the same vision, mm-hmm. which means everybody's not on the same path on trying to accomplish the same goal. Yeah. Because once the vision gets blurry, that's where all problems start happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's true. Did that answer your question? It definitely not. It definitely, yeah, it could be fixed for sure. I feel like it can be fixed. Yeah. There you Facts. go. There Facts. you go. A lot of relationships are built on wrong foundation, though. Truly. That's all my past relationships. And I think more so for the fellas, to talk about to like the boys, I think more so for us, just speaking directly to the men, that our relationships can start off on the wrong foundation, mainly because of lust problems. Yeah, I for can, sure. You can agree with that. For sure. Y'all can agree with that. For sure. I think mainly because of, our, not even speaking for women, but our own lust problems. Mm-hmm. So it's like, because we sexualize women, yeah. of course not every single woman, but because growing up as a young male, you do have that, that yeah. lust problem. Yeah. So like, growing up sexualizing a woman, it's like, if we, we being transparent, this is the More Purpose Podcast, but <laughs> you may see a woman and the first thing that goes in your head Lush. is what? Sex? Can I can I can I have sex with her? That's the first thing. So then after you have sex with her, it's like, nah, I like this girl. Yeah, but like it's this we, it's done out the wrong thing. Friends yet. It's rooted out the wrong thing. Yeah. And that's that's where my mindset has shifted now because back when we was in middle school, like, you know how like if I would be like staying like a child child estate and everything. Mm-hmm. I forgot how it says. Yeah. Don't don't quote me, baby. <laughs> but, <laughs> but just yeah, back. <laughs> 
<laughs> but just back in middle school, like the difference between how cause one, I'm not thinking about sex, none of that stuff back yeah. then. It's more so I like you because I like you. Like mm-hmm. we was actually friends first and everything. I actually grew to liking everything. But when you got to high school and everything, the liking stemmed from lust. Yeah. Because that was like the turn of high school. Like, especially if you was hanging in the wrong circle, you start seeing people having sex and everything, da 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 da. And they start being like, Oh yeah, I'm with her because we do this all the time. And now your now your vision blurred on what a real relationship is supposed to be because now your vision is more so stemmed off of oh we have good sex. So what you're saying is, lust blocks you from love. Yes, yes, I like that. What lust blocks you from love? I should slap so you for ba- that. One. Nah, so back to so this just bring me back to the question that I asked you was um, why well, didn't ask? But basically, I was gonna say how would you know is like that person is the one, but you won't know it if you're sleeping around. You won't. You know, you will not know. Tony Gaskin said. A man won't be faithful to you if he's not faithful to himself. He was saying, bro, this thing was crazy. He was breaking it down. He was like, he's like, if a woman is dating a scammer, most likely he won't be faithful. <laughs> That's crazy. If a woman's dating an alcoholic, most likely he won't be faithful. If a woman's dating himself. Yeah, if a woman's dating a, a person that smokes weed five thousand times a day, most likely he won't be faithful. Mm-hmm. Because he don't know how to be faithful to himself. Self-discipline. Yeah, self-discipline is not there. So when what happens when the lust urge comes? And that's what I was about to say because it's like, I think that's why in this generation we do have to cherish our our single times because mm-hmm. your single times, people, that's another point to social media to where it's rushed people to think it's not cool being single. single. Yeah. But in reality, your single times is where you get yourself together and because grow. when God sent that person, you, you be better ready. be ready or let it pass you by. Like truly, Bro. because if you if if I don't fix my lust problem right now, while it's just Marlon, when God sends that girl along, you're gonna have the same end, problem. Because the temptation is not going nowhere at the at end all. of the day. At all, at so all. Like, Matter of fact, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get it's worse. Gonna be worse. It's gonna and then, and then the consequence is gonna be worse. Yes, but it's bro, it's really crazy because a lot of times, for me, I realized that most of my relationships in the past didn't work because I wanted to be Superman, feeling like I could fix a person. And Actually, one of my um my old clients and everything, she made, had a marriage and everything, but she was basically saying how for our age, for people our age and everything, she well in general she was like, with the one tip I can give you, don't date off potential. And I was like, hold on, please say that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, don't date off potential because when you date off potential, if the person doesn't go to where you think they're going to be at, and you keep acting the same way that you found them at, you're gonna get mad later down the road because they didn't they didn't want to change themselves. And I was like, dang, boy. And that's been that's been a lot of my situations where it's yeah. like, I see the potential in you, but you don't see it for yourself. So you're not gonna change in a way that I feel like you 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 was gonna change. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like you're gonna be you're gonna go from depression to happy all the time and everything, but you don't ever get there, now it's draining me. Cause I I I seen the bright side of you, but all you seen is darkness for yourself. Goodness. And you're just hoping they're gonna fix it. Yeah, it's like you think they're gonna get it. You go, you hoping they're gonna see it through your lens. Like, well, why are you always mad all the time? Yeah, like, why are you always Yeah, this? you got to add to all the time. We're gonna fix that. A year go by. You still have a whole attitude. Now I'm drink now I'm draining myself because I'm pour, I'm trying to pour all this energy in you, trying to make you positive, trying to make you a people person, this, this, and that. But now you trying you trying to grow, but that's not you. That's not where you at right now. And now I'm since I'm dating off potential, I put myself in a hole. You're trying to tailor made the suit. Yeah. Goodness, boy. Boy. That that, may, that goes with friendships too, though, because it's like now that I'm thinking about it, because I know me, like specifically me, I cherish and I love the people who not just accept me, 
but mm. love me for where I am right, right now. now. Yes, bro. Yes. I truly, like, I love yes, those people bro. who didn't give up on me where I am right now. Like, taking a chance on, I, I always tell my friend, taking a chance on me right now is the best thing you can do because I know mm. where I'm going, but I'm not even talking about potential. Who I am now is just going to be times, yeah. it's going to be times 10. But it's <laughs> like, so would you want, if where, I think they said it on a No For Sure podcast, the dude said, he said, um, with the person you're trying to uh, go out with or be with, would they have dated your, your eighth grade self? Yeah. Facts. That just made me think. I was like, hey, boy. How was I in eighth grade? Because he was like, that's your, that's kind of your pure, true self. Yeah, pure self. Like, Perverted. All the stuff by the world mm-hmm. and all the drugs and yeah. sex and all this other stuff. Social media they, and everything. Date your eighth grade self or whatever year that may be for you. Mm-hmm. Like your genuine self. Your genuine, your genuine self. Without money, without titles. Before you can even conceive of a job of would what they, sex would is. Would that person anything. date you as you were? That's crazy. That's a good question. That's a great question to think about. Mm-hmm. Which like it's crazy, like, and that go with friendship too, because a lot of people become friends with people for money, for job titles, for the wrong thing, to leech, yeah, to leech, because what they got, or because what they see that, because where they see that person going, mm-hmm. they'd be like, I need to hurry and get on the train before yeah. they leave, Mm-mm. before they get out of here. Nah, like, what's the, where's the genuineness in that? Let me tell you something. For me, well, from I can say for both of us, me and Marlon, I feel like we got real discipline on. Who we call our friends, F-Y-F-Y. like basically distinguishing friends, associates, acquaintances. yeah, acquaintances, or people that we just know, like people that we know of. I dap you up when I see you, and that be it. It don't be no no extra That's stuff like that, or just knowing like when to hang out with certain people, what days and times to do that, because we know from where we're going, we can't hang out with certain people on a consistent basis because of the way they live their lifestyle. It doesn't match with where we're going. So we have to really watch who we hanging around, who our witnesses, who's growing around us because we can't really afford to have anybody around us that's not growing the same path or the same trajectory that we're trying to grow in. So as far as like the quantity, I don't believe in having a lot of friends and anything that like I actually call friends because majority for, for, in our in our aspect, for, for our friends is really family at this point because we really call them family. Like we, that's how we treat them. Like my boys, Jaden, Bryce, Jamal, like that's my inner circle. Like we talk on an everyday basis. And it's to the point where we all helping each other grow. Like we just had a whole venting session, venting session the other day mm-hmm. in the car, in the car on the phone for like two hours, bro. For real? Like just like thinking back on how far we all grown as men, mm-hmm. basically in our friend group and everything. And you can't really do that in a high quantity of friends because it's not gonna be as intimate. If you get what I'm saying, yeah. Like we all want the same thing. We all want to grow personally. We all want to strive for better. But we can't do that if we hanging around people that's been doing the same thing since middle school. Listen. There's a lot of people that's trapped in the same lifestyle they've been living since they was in since they got to ninth grade high school, all the way through college, still living the same lifestyle. Yeah. I don't need to walk in a room and all you talking about every time I walk in the room, sex and drugs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely it's definitely quality over uh, Yeah, quality over quantity. Because I rather have me personally, I rather have four friends that know their purpose, striving mm-hmm. to get their purpose, than have twenty friends that don't know their purpose. That's dangerous. Me and my four friends that know our purpose are going to surpass any other friend group because it's like we all on the same common goal. But I think people do get so caught up in, oh, I don't have so many friends. Like, you need to focus on the ones that are are there for you. The, keep the loyal ones around. Like, like it, can, it may be one person. It may be two. And God will send the rest along the way. But it's like... It's definitely quality over quantity. Don't ever get For caught sure. up in thinking, like, I need to have a whole lot of people around me. And I'm very specific about that also because you got you to gotta know your character. So, like, I know 
I know personally how me and CL's character are. So we attract a lot of people just because how outgoing we are. Mm -hmm. But just because I attract a lot of people does not mean I'm just supposed to have a lot of friends. That that just makes me even more careful who I let into my inner mm -hmm. circle because everybody wants to be around Marlon. Everybody wants to be around CL. Like, like mm -hmm. you know I'm saying that they're cool guys. But it's like, that's when you really gotta you gotta be careful because it's like if everybody wanna be around you, it's like nah, it, yeah. it's a Judas in there somewhere. No cap. No cap. No cap. Yeah. <laughs> but Jaden Jaden he just posted a motivational video the other day on his story and basically saying like protect your ship. Mm. And basically we're the captain of our own ships and everything. Right. And who you have in your boat. Let me find out Jaden preaching. But he was like he, he basically saying like who you have in your boat mm. is gonna play a big part of where you're like where you're going on your destination and everything. Yeah. And he was like, but it's up to you and God or who's gonna actually stay on the boat. And he was like, sometimes you got to throw people off the boat that's not called to be Facts. on the path that you're going mm -hmm. or to get to, get to that, the final destination that you're going to. And it made me think about it. Like, I'm grateful that my friend group that I have right now, I ain't got the same people every day. A lot of y'all not. Yeah. You know, it might not be every single day, but I talk to the same people every day. Like, the same circle, because we all are holding each other accountable. We all help each other grow. We all are calling each other out when we, like, doing something wrong that we're not supposed to be doing. Like, there ain't no yes man in my circle. There ain't no people that's just over here leeching and there's like trying to get some game and then do their own thing with it. Nah, it's like we all trying to push each other to where we need to be at and we all pushing each other closer to God on top mm -hmm. of that. And when you have that type of standard and that type of friend group, you don't just let anybody in your inner circle because now it's a standard to be upheld. Mm -hmm. Now anybody that we meet, anybody that we run into, you have a chance of being in the inner circle or anything to the point where we talk all the time, hang out, all this stuff, or go to the different things that we do. But you have to match the, that type of genuineness and vibe that we on because mm -hmm. if you don't, it's not gonna be that type level that you might expect it to be. Yeah. Nah, friendships is that is a, a a tricky one because society do it does make you like, okay, I need a whole bunch of nah, friends. You are who you hang around. Yeah, you you truly are who you hang around because I I tell my friends all the time, I check my friends. Like we was just checking what? we was just checking Luke. Shout out Luke. We was just yeah. checking Luke what? the other day. <laughs> we was checking Luke the other day and we literally told him, we was like, bro, if you lacking, we lacking. Facts. If I'm lacking, you lacking. That's that's how friendships are. If Ron is out here doing Anything wow. he represents this, yeah, he represents this just as much as I represent it. So it's like you got you really got to be mindful of who you're around, and that's relationships too. Because anybody in your friend group, they whatever they look like is how everybody looks like in the friend. Like it ain't no just they just look like that, and that's just them. And nah. it don't mean, and, and it don't mean that is you, but that's how you're gonna be perceived. Yes, yeah, again, the the same birds of a feather, uh, birds of a feather flock together, together and everything. Yeah. So it's like whatever you got going on out there, and somebody be like. Oh yeah, Marlon out here wilding out. Or like, well, ain't ain't Marlon CL brother? Da 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 da. And then they just associate with me. Yeah. And I could be doing nothing. I could be doing nothing wrong. But they automatically gonna associate me with what he got going on because they know we're in the inner circle. We we hang around each other all the time. That's yeah. my brother and everything. So it's like you need to watch who you hanging around, who you put in your circle, or who you call friend. Especially because a lot of times we throw that we throw the friend word around a little loose and everything. Mm -hmm. And call people friends. That's talking about you behind your back as soon as they get another room. So it's like you have to watch. Matter of fact. Really hang around genuine people. Like, Demel, me and Demel don't talk every single day. Mm -hmm. But genuine people, like, that's I call him my friend because we both genuine towards each other. It's a whole lot of those. The people what? that you do not hang around. I, they be the most genuine people. They be I'm the not, most genuine people, bro. I'm not even going to hold you. Some of those people be more genuine than you. Than, that's than, facts. Than the people you grew up that's with. That's facts. I ain't going to hold you. That's facts. My boy, bro, my boy Demel, probably one of the most genuine people I know. Even though we don't talk on a day-to-day -day basis, it's always love. Me and him both, like, ain't no jealousy when, he be out there doing his thing. He over here traveling, doing his thing, calling me, letting me know what he got going on. Now I'm over here hyped like I'm doing it. I'm over yeah. here yelling through the phone, like, get right, bro, get right, mm -hmm. da 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 da, hyping him up and everything. Cause it's like, 
is happy to see someone else, another black person on top of that, doing their thing, get, being successful, following their dreams, and it'd be the same energy reciprocated back on my end. And whole time, DeMello is who plugged us in to get on BuzzFeed. So it's like, people that be thinking about you, even when you don't, like, even when you don't think they think about you, that's when you be hanging around, like, dreaming people like that, bro. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely quality over quantity, bro. I feel like you'll automatically attract certain friends when you already have a set goal in mind or a set purpose in mind. Same thing with relationships. I feel like when you already know what you want to do, certain, certain like-minded people will start gravitating towards you and everything. That's true. You attract who you are. Yeah, you attract who you are. So it, technically speaking, is really nothing you can do to just force friends. Work on yourself. Yeah. And you can't go out like, oh, I'm just going to... Like, of course, it is certain times where you do have to go out and engage with people and stuff like that, of course. But your character will attract whoever it needs to attract. So I think about it because I know my character now, and I know my character has changed over time as I've been in high school to now. And a lot of people don't attract to me no more because my character has changed from the things I used to do in high school. I don't mm -hmm. do it no more. So a lot of people I used to hang with don't hang around me no more, not because they don't like me, not because it's beefing, but it's because their their characters, it's, it's like a... A positive and a negative. Mm -hmm. Like it, it ain't working. It don't blend. It ain't it ain't blending. So it's like your character is gonna attract those people. And God, it's really up to God. God's gonna send those people. But when you do get the chance to like go out and stuff like that, like like go try try yeah. it out. Like don't just be like, nah, I'm not going out, like, uh, or this, I need another sign. Like go out and try mm -hmm. it. Faith without works is dead. So Max. if you ask them God for friends and then you meet that person in the store, they're like, Oh, you cool, like, and they start convoying, you're like, okay, like let's go, let's just go have fun. Like I would test it out and then decide from that point on, like, okay, Holy Spirit, is this person mm -hmm. meant to be uh, in my friend group? Is this person meant to be this or that? Stuff like that. Yeah, because most, yeah. most times, like, when you have friends, they usually stem from when you have something, like, like in common. So, mm -hmm. like, when I met Nat, if y'all can, if, I don't know if they can see her on the picture, but when I met Nat, uh, she basically needed a photo shoot and everything, but we both had a light mindset on photography and creative writing in that aspect. And that's how we got became cool because we was like, all right, bet. We did this together and it went up. Mm -hmm. Let's do it again. Which led us actually collaborating and working together and becoming a team to where we started doing every shoot together because we both seen the light, the common interest of what we both wanted and the, both, and the vision that we both had for each other and everything in that aspect. And that's a lot of times how friends come. Like if I'm like with me, when, back in high school, when I, when I met Jaden, mm -hmm. okay, everybody, when we all got OD close, it came from us all wanting more for ourselves financially. Yeah. And we started a financial group. That's true. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you have the vision for yourself and be like, you start, like you could be over there, talk, I could be talking to Marlon about stocks and everything, and you could overhear me and be like, hey, yo, I hear y'all talking about stocks. I'm in the stocks too. Mm -hmm. And you having a conversation through that way. And now we're hearing your perspective on stocks. And now we all blended in on information that we all learned together and we all become cool off that. Mm -hmm. And it can literally just stem from there. So it's just more so like, like you said, like, well, like he said. And how I said, working on yourself to become that person to where you attract the people that you, that, that yeah. who you are, basically. That was smooth, though. I like that question. Okay. Anything else? That's been a good one. Any hot takes? Hot takes. Hot takes. Y'all got any hot takes? I tell you about hot takes. We got to do more episodes like this. Not facts. We definitely do. I'm trying I'm to think. Do I have a hot take? I might have said my, I said the my relationship hot take. I said the soulmate thing. We talked about being uh, equally yoked. Is that it? I, bro, it'd be so many relationship stuff on Instagram, bro. I'm surprised I'm going to come like on top of my head. I'm really trying to think. Hot take. 
Okay, I'm about to make something up. I'm about to start yapping. Yeah, go ahead, um, go ahead, yap it up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Um, do you think it's a specific time frame? Mm. <laughs> I'm on something. Yeah, you on the song? I don't even know what I was on to, but we on to something. All right, somebody finish it. I got you. Do you think it's a specific time frame to get married? There it is. No. I don't believe. I don't. Shit to get married. To get all right. So I'm gonna get my perspective. Like, oh, y'all need to be together for this amount of years. Is that what you're saying? No, like to actually oh. propose. I don't remember by this time, like, you know, people get like, oh, they, 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 they projection. Okay, okay. So if I was to be like, I'm 21 right now, I'm like, I want to be married around like 26, 27. Okay. But like, I don't think there's ever a time limit on love. It's or whenever you run into that person, that guy be like, that's the person. Like, because God physically be like, that's the one. What are we waiting for? And that's the thing. I th- it depends on you too as a person because I know you hear a lot of people that be like, Oh, I'm not ready to do this and that yet. Mm. I'm ready for kids yet. I want, I want to travel the world. I want to do all this. Yeah. But it's like, if you was outside your whole early life, you like, well, I'm ready to take this jersey off. And put, Facts. Ready to hang this up. Hang like, it up. I'm ready. I'm like, tired. 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 Like, yeah. You know <laughs> send my person. But other people, they'd be like, nah, like, I've been tired. I was already tied down from this amount of time. I want to go experience life. Yeah. So I, it, it depends where you are in life mm-hmm. because I know personally, so I'm 20. If God was to send me a girl, let's just say I get a girlfriend this year, mm-hmm. I'm 20. He sends me a girl this year. I date this girl for, let's just let's just say, three years. But mind you, God already told me she the one. Yeah, I'm. I'm not waiting. I, yeah. I, I probably be married by 24. I ain't got for sure. Probably, I, I'm, I'm, in, in, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. College or nothing. I probably be married by 24. I'm in the same boat. It's, I don't think it's bad, especially when you know your purpose. That's so. Mm. I know my purpose. So it's like, if God, if God specifically told me she's the one. We already been dating for like three yeah. years. It's like, come on. We learn each other. I, I've yeah, seen, yeah. I just seen it through all four seasons and everything. Yeah. But what are we waiting for? Now these people be they, goodness, they be meeting in like, they be meeting at like twenty, and get married to like twenty seven. Yeah, like dang, I can't do it. I'm not waiting that long, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. not either. I'm not waiting that long. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm a simp too, so it's like I don't think I will be able to live wait that long. I get bored. <laughs> like, what, what are we waiting for? <laughs> like what? Nah, that was a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Oh. Nah, in fact. You just sparked something. I got a hot take. People get mad about that too. Like, I want my husband at. I want my wife at. Michael Todd said, he had said, he had said something about relationships. He was like, you shouldn't have a list. I seen that. I seen that. You shouldn't have a list. A list meaning, because when you said uh, telling God your plans, it made me think of how people of who you want to like have us, like you have. So how how do y'all feel about that? Like because because it's like you're not. You are kind of limiting God, but I feel like if that person doesn't look like how you had put on the list, you overlook it. You're not going to see. Yeah, you overlook it. it. It's a God thing, like happening. Yes. 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 Not for sure. Yes. For sure, for sure. I, 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 like, I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, the, yo, non-negotiable, basically. Like, yeah, but not my girl got to be six foot. Or, yeah, like, that, that's, that's too detailed. That's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's too detailed. Yeah. I had to see, because he had said that he, he had a lot of traction on that video, too. Nah, I like that. He was like, rip up your list. Like, it was, it was a hard video. Yeah, that, that, that was actually a good video, yeah. because 
a lot of times we do sometimes set an unrealistic expectation. Unrealistic, yeah. So like we'll set a list of a thousand things that women need to have before we take them seriously and everything. Well, if God sent somebody that has only 999 things on the list. And that's and that's the thing. I feel like it's never going to be that person that checks off Everything. every single box. Nobody's perfect. That's Even perfect the person that God sends, I don't think they're going to check off every single box. But that's where the discipline comes in because that's why most it's people, a, look, that's why most people, which is bad. This is, I don't, I don't uh, condone this at all, which is bad because a lot of people cheat because one girl might have something that they like. But then the other girl might have something that fills in the void of what this girl's lacking. Yes. Which is why a lot of dudes or women cheat in that aspect because they try to fill in the void of what they want from this person to have. And every person has different. Yeah, everybody has every different qualities. Got different boxes. Different strengths. Off. This person, this girl probably got this box checked off. Yeah. Okay, she's pretty. Okay, but but this girl's smart. She helped me with my yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. So like, you feel me? Like exactly. So then you like. Where we at? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I don't think nobody is ever gonna check off every Everything. single box. But as long as like. Like you said, the standards and the non-negotiables, I mm. think those are the biggest ones to base it off of so you know, like, okay, I need to go down this list of non-negotiables. Since we on this topic, pull up the scripture. Go ahead and pull up the scripture. That's the list. Facts. That's the real list. Facts. What is it? So I can say it. First Corinthians 13 and 4. My boy Smiley said, he said, if you read First Corinthians 13 and 4 and substitute your significant other's name right there, it should cross off. You with love, love. First Corinthians thirteen and four. It, it is the perfect time. First Corinthians thirteen and four. Verse four says, "Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out." Verse seven. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. And what Smiley was saying is, whoever your person is or the person that you're with, replace love with their name and see if their name aligns with everything that you just read. Smiley's already preaching. Get Smiley. on set. Get him a mic. Smiley just said, Don't and say I it, think. Huh? Now, Matthew, yeah, come say it, yeah. Boy, they got to hear from you. Hey, man. What you're supposed to do is, instead of putting your significant other's name up there, to see if you're ready for a relationship, fill your name in into the places of love to see if you're ready for a relationship. That is crazy. Now, don't worry about it. Yeah, no cap. I'll see if I pass my test. What? That was good. So, what's the scripture again? 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Four through seven. Four through seven. You need to go. If you're watching this video right now, pull up your Bible app on your phone. It's easy to access. You read that. Substitute your name first and foremost because we need to worry about yeah, ourselves before we look at anybody crown. else. Substitute your name. Then put your significant other's name. And what? you don't know right there. That was good. Hey. <laughs> that is crazy. We're going to end it off with that one. We might have to end it off right there, but that was good because that's, that's, that's the final test for everybody. Nah, facts. God's love is always enough. Always. I had no words. They, Me either. They ended it off. We out. <laughs> hey, y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation. We have to do a part two. Wow, have, this was crazy. We have to do a part two, but invite some women on in the podcast. Let y'all hear from a woman's perspective and everything. And we're going to tap it from there. But make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Leave a review on the podcast app. And that's all we have for y'all. Love. Not be safe.
That was good. Now that was old. Hey, he over there whamming. 